grandfather, grandmother, children, two sisters, three stepdaughters, grandchildren, a nephew, one brother, Superman. Whether large or small, round the corner or across the sea, family is part of us all. They come in all shapes and sizes and all volumes. Some are bonded by blood, some through friendship and community. We sat down with a cuppa with some wonderful Sandwell families to get to know them and ask, what does family mean to you? We met with Steve and Luke at the Brook Street Community Centre. Well, I've got quite a big family. Um, uh, been married twice. So I've got th three lads from the first marriage and three stepdaughters from the second. And Luke is obviously uh, Jess and my creation. Um, they've all grown up together. Uh, like one big happy family, caravan holidays and the like. Uh, walking across the grass like a family of geese. Um, but we've had some fun, haven't we? Mm -hmm. Now they're all grown up. I'm Steve Downing, I'm the Chief Executive Officer of Tipton Community Association, which also runs this centre, and this is my son Luke. I'm Luke, I'm the Centre Manager here at Brookstreet, and he's my dad. <laughs> well, we see people here now um, that came to our playgroup as toddlers, then came to the youth club as older children and young teenagers and now they're married with their own children and they come and they support what we've got on here. Um, people have met each other here and gone on to get married and have their families. It's, it's, it's brilliant, it's, it's, it's evolved over the years into something that, you know, you, people walk in now and they say they immediately feel welcome. It was there we bumped into Gracie with her mum. Hi, I'm Louise Hale and my daughter's Gracie Tildesley. Family means everything to me. Um, I mean, Grace has really changed my life. Um, family is just being there for each other. Whenever you need anyone, I'll always come to family first. Um, my family, I've got four, three, two sisters, one brother, so that's four of us. My brother, my boyfriend's family, he's got like six brothers and sisters. So we've got a big family and we've got loads of nephews and nieces between us. We're all living within like 10 miles of each other. The furthest one away is like 10 miles away. We are the Sayed family. There's Mum, Dad, Ikra and Hanaf, Mikhail, Maisha and Baby. We spent a lovely morning with Mommy Man and her wonderful family. Like every time someone actually, actually says the words family, I actually think of um, all these memories that I've had with my family, not like family pictures. Ikra actually has a lot of pictures of all of us in our upstairs in our room. We have a picture Ikra holding me and I was a baby and like she was um smiling and I was like um not a she, she used to do all your she used to do all your hair and makeup and stuff and all her friends used to come in the house and they used to run to you. So the only reason why they used to come in come to the house was because of you. <laughs> Ikra taught me how to say ABC and all this, and then now I'm teaching Maisha how to do it. And me and her are actually really close, like closer than anyone. <laughs> <laughs> her face unlocks my phone. No, it doesn't. It does. <laughs> no, it does. <laughs> yeah, her face actually unlocks the phone. Uh, <laughs> Mum, what do you think home is? But I, I think a home is where you feel comfortable 
where See? you can relax, where you can open up, where you can be honest and truthful, where you feel safe, you know, where you want to come and you want to sort of do everything, you know, sort of whether it's singing while you're hooping, <laughs> you know, whether it's dancing whenever you feel like you're like Marsha's doing jumping. <laughs> so nobody's telling you off or anything. So it's, it's your freedom, it's your place. Mom is your place. We are in England now, in Tipton, so we have some family back in Congo. We speak to them on a weekly basis, Saturday, Sunday, and uh, you know, that's uh, the only way to keep in touch, calling, speaking to each other on the phone. We were invited into the home of the Lakanga family. We are the Lakanga family, so the mom, dad, Shungu, Olajikondo and Moranga, and then Gombe. Family is, uh, is precious. Um, it just wrapped up everything in somebody's life, really. Family, to me, is like the most important thing in life, the most beautiful thing. I came over here in 1995. I uh, and, uh, was pretty tough the first time. Uh, I didn't know anybody, and uh, you know, but everybody rushing all the time. And I was like, what's going on? You know, you see people rushing. You say hi, they just avoid you. The structure and uh, the way of life is very different. Coming from the environment where you live together in a community, and it was tough, it was hard to settle in. It took, it took years to really settle in and get used with the environment and the structure. I was a young mom. <clears throat> I was a mom, well, just before I was 18. I um, took a lot of advice off my mom and my nan. Many years ago, obviously, if you was a young mom, it was like, oh, she's this, she's that, she's done wrong. And so to have a family that was still supportive of you, still supportive of you, it meant meant a lot. I'm lucky enough to. Well, I was a nan at 35. Uh, <laughs> I was a nan at 35, but which was good good in the. Other, other way because at least I was still young enough to play play and do things I mean I still go swimming with the kids now we still ride bikes together um, yeah playing rolling the floor, rolling up and downstairs you you name it as long as I can still do it and able to do it we, we're still able to do all that with the grandkids now you can have good friends, acquaintances but family is the core and important thing about life because it doesn't matter whether you see family every day, every week, family will always be there for each other to help each other out. Well, I got married at the age of 18. I have been married for 15 years. Uh, yeah, I've been married for 15 years and I have two children. My oldest is 14 and my youngest is eight. So I've got a busy home life and work life, so I try to balance the both. Oh, my family means everything to me. They're the reason I come to work, the reason I leave. It's a reason of purpose, to be honest. So they're the ones that motivate me to get up in the morning, to get things done, to be me, really. So I, well, I feel like I have two personalities. I have mom and I have work. So when I come to work, I'm not mom, so I could be me. And when I'm at home, that's when I'm mom, wife, cook, clean, chauffeur, doctor, nurse, everything. So everything falls into one when you're at home. So uh, well, I think when you're at home, you're mostly your f main focus falls on your home life. You, d you don't put yourself first as much as you are needed. Because what I feel like if I don't get this done, it's not going to get done anyway. I've got a house full of three men. 
So if I don't do it, it's not going to get done anyway. So it's just being practical, being punctual, being motivated, really. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know where I belong now because I've uh, uh, been around in many, so many countries around. So I feel like uh, I belong everywhere now. I belong in England, I belong in Zambia, Tanzania, Kenya, uh, Madagascar, everywhere, Congo, Congo Brazzaville. I belong a, 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 a everywhere now. But, you know, because I was born in Congo, I feel part of uh, the people there, and I, I feel a, a kind of duty uh, toward them. And uh, you know, there are things I have to do. My grand, my parents are there, and uh, members of the family are still living there. Yeah, it's, it's kind of the same because being brought up in Congo, born there. The entire family, like the majority of the family, is there. At the same time, uh, growing up as a teenager here, like adulthood here, having a family, like my own family here, it also has become a home. As people are traveling and living, because the family is quite spread, we have family in Ghana, Norway, Belgium, France, so it's like each part you go, you feel like you leave yourself there, like a spot in there. But for me, like Congo and you, England is like home. So how did you actually meet Mummy and Baba? I'm sure we've talked about this before. When? Do you want us? Uh, no, it's some cringy love story. Mummy, tell us. <laughs> tell us, Mum. Some cringy love story about how my mum stayed in my dad's hotel. And like, uh, he just fell in love with her and then there was on the balcony or something and he was looking at the stars and he said, oh, I want to marry her. <laughs> I can't believe that you remember all that. <laughs> um, when I saw, first saw her, I think uh, it was uh, because uh, she stayed in my uh, guest house, like a bed and breakfast, uh, with uh, another um, nice lady. Uh, she actually introduced that she's uh, from um, England and she's doing some charity work. So it was like, uh, because we were going through it at that time, Pakistan was going through in that crisis of uh, earthquake. Okay. So I absolutely thought that the people are coming from everywhere to help. I think it, it was somewhere, I don't remember exactly, somewhere where uh, we, we were together and I l just somewhere in my in my side I've started to like her. Uh, <laughs> it was extremely flirty. Yeah. It was, it was really? Like what? <laughs> so yeah, uh she, she it's not it's not flirt, it's just like um, because we work together I want to make sure that uh, um we we guys are comfortable, people come everybody. Uh mm -hmm. but in in the meantime the, the love was somewhere which has started here now. <laughs> although although I don't have a good voice, but I have started here. <laughs> Dad's such a funny man, he thinks he's really funny. He, he was never serious about anything, so I never thought that we would marry. Yeah. I thought he was just kind of... It's a good know. job you did though. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening and a big thank you to all the wonderful families that invited us into their homes for a natter. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast to listen back to all of our episodes in our Sandwell Stories series. It's been an absolute blast meeting everyone, hearing their stories and opinions, and we hope you've enjoyed them too. Sandwell Stories, 
a podcast created by Multistory, producing great art with, for and about the people of Sandwell. <laughs>